Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. We are so excited to bring you another episode of Recharge the Soul and bring you some wonderful things that we have noticed over the past couple of days. I am here with my partner in Recharge the Soul retreats and podcast, Bailey. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening in. So we recorded this actually yesterday, and I have to say it was amazing. We did such a great job. (laughs) It was such a good podcast. (laughs) And we were so excited. And then I'm leaving today to go rendezvous in Costa Rica with Bailey. And we were so excited. And we both have a lot to do today to get ready because we're actually flying out um, this evening. And Bailey sent me a text, and she's two hours ahead of me. So it was like, I don't know, 5.30 a.m. or 6 a.m. And it said, guess what? The podcast did not record. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to move right through that and just get it done. So, but then I thought, you know, I need to reshift and go, no, I'm grateful that I get to share this information. Yes, it happened. And maybe that's because we just get to show people how to move through things that might be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I think initially, like I was super frustrated about it because it was such a good podcast. Like I was like, really excited to put it out. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like one of those things that we have no control over um, mm-hmm. and we could wallow in it, but choose not to because that's just a waste of energy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and life is good. And it's and life is good. Mm-hmm. So we're here re-recording it re-recording and it's a day late but we're just moving through the punch rolling with the punches rolling with the punches and the other thing too is that we were so excited yesterday because we were talking about how this past summer we were envisioning oh my gosh how are we going to be doing the podcast when we're in different places because Bailey is um exploring the planet And I have a husband and a life here in Folsom, California. And so we thought, oh my gosh, we will be Zooming and we'll Zoom and do the podcast. That's how we do some of our interviews that we do with other people. So we'll just do the same thing. And then we were so excited. And then when when we had, okay, we just need to not get um, too ahead of ourselves. So this is take two, everybody. Take Take two. two. And you're learning along with us. <laughs> my mom and I are not techie people at all. So we're doing this for you guys, <laughs> but I'm ha- we're happy to be here. So, and yeah, yeah, for any of that don't know, like I've been in Mexico city for the past week and a half. And if anybody out there has not been to Mexico city, you must come to this city because <laughs> it is God, it's incredible. I can't believe that I'm leaving today. And it's mm-hmm. funny because I do want to talk about it really quick. 
But when I first came here, this is my first solo trip. And when my mom and I went separate ways in Sayulita, she was going back home to Sacramento. And I was coming here to Mexico City for a week and a half. And it was spur of the moment. I had booked it last minute. Um, and yeah, when I got here, I had a little bit of a mental of a breakdown, um, at the baggage claim. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was like a wave of anxiety yeah. and I felt like I, maybe I bit off more than I could chew. Cause I'm like, mm. holy crap. Like w- what am I doing here? Who let me do this? <laughs> but, um, and I, it looked like me calling my, one of my best friends at the baggage claim, like pretty much in tears and just kind of moving through it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I'm here and I wanted to come here and I'm so excited. And then it just, it took me a couple of days, but I'm so happy that I moved through that fear because it's something that I've always, I've always wanted to be able to like travel. And of course I love it when people travel with me, but I didn't want that to be a thing that stopped me from going to places that I wanted to see. And so I'm really happy I moved through it because man, I've met so many people here that I don't think I would have been as open to meeting if I was with somebody else. Um, and I, yeah, I just got to really do what I wanted to do. And it was just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was so cool to spend that kind of time with myself and to really get to know myself and really get back in touch with my intuition and my gut. And yeah, now I'm sad to leave. So it's just so funny how things work like that seems like you've been there so much longer than oh my gosh yeah it honestly been a week and a half yeah wow that's just crazy it feels like it was a lot longer and I feel like you've been home longer than that yeah I know Mm -hmm. it's weird how time kind of does that but Mm -hmm. it feel it does have a sense of feeling of home now here for me like I know where I like to get my coffee I know where my route to my gym is I there's this lunch spot that's around the corner that has the best chicken mole tacos. And I went there the other day and sat down and I've been there so many times and ordered the same thing that I just sat down and they brought me out two chicken mole tacos. So it's just kind of funny that you can, like, you can really make a home out of anywhere. It's just a matter of what you put into it and your, um, your attitude towards it. Mm-hmm. You're building community wherever you go and you're going to be able to take those tools that you learned here and I know we'll get into it a little bit more and reapply them no matter where you're at to rebuild. And you know what was so interesting, Bailey, and everybody who's listening, <laughs> is that um I was so and it was so curious how people would say to me, Aren't you afraid for her? Like, and they were kind of almost saying, like, are you are you? It felt like to me that they were saying, are you, you must not be a very good mom to allow your daughter to go out there and roam around the planet. And I was just, and when, when I would hear what was being said to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I forget that a lot of people live in a fear-based mentality. And I just, you and I have not lived that way. In fact, Levi, Hunter, Grizz, my husband, my husband's nickname is Grizz. Um, and Levi and Hunter are Bailey's brothers and my my sons. And none of us really live in a fear-based reality. I mean, so when I get asked that question, I I stopped and I thought, well, why am I not 
maybe I should be fearful for Bailey. Like maybe I'm not being a good mom. And then I thought, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I know that I know that I know. And that's the only way I, I can explain it, explain my faith and my intuition that Bailey's on the right path. That's yeah. how. So I, I really and love that I have that, like I've been practicing that intuitive muscle for so long that I lean into it and I don't doubt it. So when I check with Bailey, like I do this little intuitive check with her to see if she's okay. And I always feel like there's a light around her. Like I just see her protected. And so, and I feel that with all of my children because Hunter's in Kiev, he's in the Ukraine. Levi's in Las Vegas. And he was actually there when there was that shooting a couple of um, years ago. And I just have this knowing that that we are all on our paths, that we're all doing what we're supposed to be doing. And fear is not part of the equation. So I tried to explain that, but if somebody doesn't really have a sense of a strong sense of intuition or knowing, and maybe they're watching too much news, they have a tendency to go into fear because it's, it's just a knee jerk reaction. Like, oh, I'm, we're just gonna go into fear because it keeps us safe. Yeah. And it keeps you, it keeps you in lockdown. And I think that that's, I mean, obviously while I'm here, I'm really aware Mm -hmm. of my surroundings and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty confident in the fact that if anybody did try to mess with me, I'm the wrong person, but at the same time, um, but I feel like we, you know, like we say all the time, like the the whole moving through fear. And if you want to explore something, mm-hmm. but it is something that's new, or there is something that it's something that maybe people around you are like, Oh, I want to do that. That's not safe, but you want to explore it. You mm-hmm. owe it to yourself to go and see what the outcome is. And mm-hmm. you have, you should be able to have, and not you should, but I think that again, it's something that you practice just having enough faith in yourself and being able to trust yourself to make the right decisions. And every time that you do, you know, honor that part of you that wants to go and explore new things and expand and grow, the more that you will have more ease and um, yeah, trust when you're walking through it. And you're like, no, I got, I've got me. I, I know I want to put myself in a stupid position or a dangerous position, but I want to go and see Mexico city. And if anybody is scared about that, that's okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's like, do it anyway, though. It's just like anything else. When you said you brought up a really good point, when you said, have faith in yourself, the only way to gain faith in yourself is to stretch yourself. Like, you know, because I, I know people who, who start being afraid to go outside. Mm -hmm. So then then they start having everything delivered. And then pretty soon everything in their world gets super small because they're in those four walls. Yeah. So just yourself, like maybe for you, for the, the listeners, for people who are listening, maybe for you, stretching yourself is going to a restaurant by yourself. Yeah. There are people who won't go to restaurants by themselves. Yeah. Which it's, that's also, I mean, I remember mm-hmm. when I first went to, I took myself on my first date. And, and yeah, like it is, that can be a little bit, sometimes you're, you think everybody's looking at you or you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is so awkward. I'm by myself or what do other people think? But then you, I mean, yeah, you just have to freaking do it. And then now I go, I take myself out to dinner all the time and I love yeah. it. 
reality. Oh, it's it's really baby fun. steps. It's, it's baby, baby steps. steps. I do love that. I mean, like maybe for some people are going, wow, I would never be able to go on a trip. And I always like to say with myself rather than by myself, because you're with you and you you are the best person to go on anywhere with because your longest relationship, like we've said before, is with you. And so maybe just stretching yourself and first going to a movie with yourself or going out to dinner. Like you said, have a date with yourself and just stretch yourself just a little bit at a time. Maybe go to a meetup group or like we have our big event coming out and I have um, Recharge the Soul January 2nd. It's um, it's uh, New Year's and it's going to be with Kat uh, from Crystal Rising. And we're going to be talking about manifesting and how to create a life you love. And we actually use the tools, which is why Bailey's in Mexico City. <laughs> and why, yeah. why Recharge the Soul is, has grown so big is because we've just really worked on um, using the tools for manifesting. So for the brand new year, we have this really great event for January 2nd. And I was talking to a couple of ladies yesterday. I was working out and I ran into a couple of, of ladies who follow us and they said, oh, you, we want to go, we want to go to Sedona, but we don't know if we can come to that. And I said, well, you should come to our January 2nd event. It's a one day retreat. And one of them said, we're going to be out of town. And I looked at the other one and I said, well, you can come with yourself, like just come with yourself. You don't have to come with anybody else. So my whole point is, is just trust yourself and go to places where you feel you will be welcomed and safe and feel excited about going. So then the fear is over overrode by the excitement or by you looking forward to going to this event. So Anyhow, I just wanted to share that because I just think it's really cool to be able to do things with yourself and not always wait for a friend because you might be waiting a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I've made so many new friends along the way, not even just here, but in Sayulita. So it's just, yeah, when you create that space, I like, I repeat it so much now because I've seen it come to fruition more than ever this past year. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. When you create space and you move things out of your life that um, maybe aren't fitting anymore, or maybe you're moving away from things that aren't fitting anymore, and you create that space, I promise you with all of my heart that th that space will be replaced with things that honor and resonate with you now. And it, but while I'm saying that, at the same time, you have to put yourself into the places that you want to find the new people that you align with, or you have to put in that a little bit of work behind it. It's not, we talk about manifesting, but we also know that manifesting mm -hmm. doesn't just happen by snapping your fingers. Mm -hmm. you know, or, or just sitting and thinking about it. Yeah. All of the things together. Uh, it's been such a powerful year. I think a powerful, yeah. powerful year. Yeah. yeah. Lots of, lots of learning, lots of growing, lots of expansion. Yeah. Just, uh, a lot of finding um, even more faith. Like I've seen you, you've just really had this huge burst of growth. It's just been crazy. Yeah. Like when we do the power wheel at our retreats um, last year, Bailey was saying how her power wheel was not that full. And um, we'd usually do these at our retreats. 
And it's about planning for your life. And then this year, when you looked at your power wheel, you seemed like you were pretty surprised. I was really proud. <laughs> I was really proud, honestly, mm-hmm. because yeah, you just, you know, you just start to believe in yourself more and more and more and more. And it's just like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Like I am, yeah, I'm, I am the, what's the word I'm looking for where you're like the controller of your life. You are. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, it's empowering. So, so great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And we, so today, what we were wanting to bring to you are some of the things that we have found. And some of them, I mean, I am 60 and I'm still learning new things and really seeing the huge impact of even things that I've taught for years and then relearning them as well along the way. So they would say the teacher is teaching what the teacher needs to know. And I think that, I think that's definitely been true for me over my life. And so what we want to share are things that bring us energy, things that, because a lot of people were coming to the end of the year, talking about motivation, like how, where do you get your motivation? Why are you always so up the beat? And again, just like with what happened with our recording here, it was a choice to go into a negative mindset or decide, well, we're going to have to redo it. We're going, and then no, we're going to get to redo it and make it even better. And um, with that little mental switch is everything. That's just a gentle, small uh, mindset shift that just changes everything. I love, I love that. So we are going to be sharing our things that give us energy. Um, and cultivate joy how to cultivate joy like and it doesn't even necessarily mean that um you know that cultivating joy means that you're always like every single day is going to be magical and um super like high vibe but it just means like even on the harder days how can you find simple accessible things that are always yeah, around you and at your grip that will make you feel at least, even if it's just 2% better. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're just going to kind of share three things each Mm -hmm. that we can always kind of run to if we need it, or we implement into our everyday life that keeps us at a high vibe um, and with good energy. And yeah, just to kind of enjoy the time that we're here on earth on earth. Mm-hmm. And so would you like me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Well, I had the most exciting thing happen and it may not sound very exciting to you, all of you who are sitting in the middle of clutter, but I had, um, I pride myself on really having creative energy and moving through things while well, I was feeling very stuck in my own home. And, um, well, our retreat stuff, we, the last time that we had our big one day retreat, all the things kind of got thrown. Cause by the end of the day, you're a little tired. You've just um, infused a whole crowd of people with lots of energy. And so all of the retreat stuff was just kind of thrown in boxes and, and then they all gets thrown in the garage with all of the other things. And then also upstairs where we have another space for retreat stuff in my house. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, the, I have no idea. Maybe we'll just organize it when we have our next one day retreat. 
And then it was just blocking my creative um, energy. And it's amazing how things like clutter can create chaos in your mind and stop your, your brain from fully really being able just to embrace the newness of each day. And so what happened was I called one of my friends who she recently recently retired and she's been part of my fitness group, Mama Boot Camp, for a long time. And I love her dearly. And um, she retired and she is just amazing. And I, so I asked her, if she would come help me. She said, I'm really great at organizing. And I'm going to tell you, Marsha is the bomb.com. She is amazing. I have just been amazed with how she went through the garage. We, I, we were working together. She goes, work on this pile. Like, I, like for instance, I had three first aid kits, three. So she, we, so we just melted them all together and made one nice first aid kit. And so just things like that. So I had two loads of stuff to take. Um, you know how much energy that clears in our house? Like um, clutter holds energy, everyone. It holds energy. It holds energy that makes it like a stagnant pond. So there's no flow in and there's no flow out. So it's really important to move the energy in your home by decluttering a drawer and decluttering a closet. Like start small if you don't have a Marsha in your life. But I think everybody probably has one friend who's good at organizing. Ask for help. That's my number one thing is ask for help. And if you don't have help, go through and start with one small piece of your house and go, this weekend I'm going to do, and now I know everybody on here has this, the junk drawer in the kitchen. Bailey, do we have a junk drawer in the kitchen? Yeah, don't we have like oh, two? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys have two. Not yeah. to call you out or anything. Yeah, I think that you guys, I think there was some some of you involved with the junk drawer too, but, but yes, we need to clean out all of those drawers because what that does is it just, what it does is it, st- it stops the energy flow. It, ha- it drains your energy and it keeps you stuck, you know, in, in chaos. And so for me, decluttering mm-hmm. has been very helpful. And so when I get back from um, Costa Rica, Marsh is actually going to help me do the office. Oh, nice. That's exciting. I'm so excited. Yeah. So what would be yours? Um, mine would be creating a routine, um, which sounds so simple and so basic, but maybe, I mean, it's something that really just resonates with me because I think that creating a routine really is a way that I can ground myself. And through that routine, I do find more creative downloads and input, um, And yeah, it's like something I look forward to. And I found that out actually here in Mexico City um, while I've had all this time with myself. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have a morning routine here that I am going to miss so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just, you know, I have these lovely hosts um, who make me breakfast every morning. And so I'd have breakfast at 8.30 and then I'd get dressed for the gym. I'd put on some really good music. I always start my mornings with music. Um, And then I would, I have the same route that I would always run to the gym and the gym that I signed up for, I made sure that it was a place and atmosphere that I really loved and made me feel inspired. 
Um, so it has like big windows and it's bright inside. And then on my way back, normally I'd walk back and grab a coffee and it just, that sense of stability, um, really just allowed me to show up for myself every single morning. And it, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was so much fun for me every, like to do that run and to feel the sun on my face and to sweat and (laughs) to feel Mm -hmm. like I'm in my body. Um, so yeah, I think routines are a really good way to ground back into your body and into the present moment. And yeah, I guess that I've always been somebody that had a hard time creating a routine. Um, but investing in it is probably one of the most important things to me. Um, and it's a way, a, definitely a way that I cultivate joy and energy. I love that because you're taking your tools, like in a suitcase, like you go and you go to your next destination after we're, after our next retreats, wherever you decide you want to go, you can kind of go there and unpack your structure like okay yeah. here are things that make me feel grounded right away I'm going to find a gym I'm going to find a spot that I like to grab a coffee I'm going to start my day with my meditation like you have this little toolbox yeah and like I can imagine your suitcase yeah it's really awesome. and it also keeps me aligned with my spirituality and tapped in and so that also mm-hmm. kind of gives me a sense of safety you know mm-hmm. I love that. That's a really great, that's a really great uh, vision too. Cause I literally see like a suitcase and then you open it up and here's your little tool toolbox of stability. I love it. So, so yeah. great. Well, my next one is um, I really enjoy starting my day with being intentional and lighting up my path ahead of me. So it's been really, it's been a really kind of a fun experiment that I've been doing, especially the last two weeks, because we were just talking on here about um, intent and being intentional. You know how there's attention deficit disorder and about being really intentional about intentional, you know, deficit disorder, like not being intentional, letting the day happen and not really choosing how you want your day to happen. So I really love the idea of looking at my day and actually visually seeing it light up. Like see, coming from my heart, getting into my my heart um, space, mm-hmm. opening it up so that I can bring in a floodlight of goodness to my day. This has been like one of the most magical things for me. Um, it's, and also making sure that I start my day and I'm taking care of my sleep, like which starts the night before. Yeah. So that when I get up that morning, I have time, even if it's, it really doesn't take that long to do it. It takes about five minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if anybody on here listens to Abraham Hicks. He's amazing. Or not he, it's not even a he. I don't even know. <laughs> it's a woman who channels Abraham yeah. Hicks, which is like a whole An entity. And, and, in yeah. yeah. And it's amazing because what they talk about is when you're sleeping, you actually stop for a minute and you're allowing the universe and your angels and your higher power to all work on just creating this huge vortex of goodness. And yeah. so you can continue on with it throughout your day or like if you could, something could happen, you wake up in the morning, you look at your phone and you go to the news right away and it disrupts that energy flow. So when, um, 
one of the things that they talk about is doing a gratitude rampage, like doing the gratitude rampage to shift your energy and get back into that high flying vortex, those beautiful high vibrations, which, you know, Bailey's caught me a few times when I thought I was being incognito (laughs) out, out in the middle of the ocean doing my rampage and, and apparently everybody could hear me, but I, I really honestly don't care because I really feel that more people need to be doing it. These are little secrets, honest to goodness, that can totally bring in more joy and more energy for your life. If you would just do it, when you get off of this, when you stop listening to this or even pause it right now and just do a gratitude rampage. I'm grateful for this beautiful tree. I'm grateful for Zoom because I get to see my daughter. I'm grateful for the airplane that's going to be taking me to Costa Rica. I'm grateful for this water that's hydrating. I mean, you can go on and on and on. Yeah. So, um, so lighting up your path is the one that I really find is huge. You just close your eyes, envision light on your path, wherever, if you're going to work, if you're going to be interacting with your children, your husband, light it up. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's like setting intentions in the beginning of your day. And it mm-hmm. also kind of just allows your brain to automatically, like it changes, it honestly changes the chemistry of your brain because mm-hmm. you start to see more of the positive than, than anything. And then like, even if it is a negative situation, you know, you could kind of still pick out while honoring the situation, you don't let it take you out, you know? So mm-hmm. I, do, I love that. Um, mine would be a way that I cultivate joy is this is so simple, but it's honestly huge for me is self-care. Um, mm-hmm. And I've really, and it, like you, I don't know, being single, um, there's been moments and this is way honest, but there's been moments where I'm like, ah, whatever. Like why, like, what's the point of getting my toes done? And that sounds so terrible, but I have had moments like that. And the thing is, is that you just don't feel like you're like, you just don't want to put yourself out into the world. You're not confident in yourself. You're not proud of yourself. You're not taking care of yourself. And so Self-care for me is now a non-negotiable. I don't care if I'm not seeing anybody that day. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I've been getting blowouts here because they're only 150 pesos and which is like a little over 10 US dollars, but I love getting blowouts and I love feeling, you know, I, I, people always talk about like, it's not about what's on the outside, but it, it does make you feel good when you feel beautiful about yourself mm-hmm. and you feel like you are showing up for yourself um, and working out obviously is another tool for me that I love feeling strong in my body and like, mm-hmm. um, and also self-care can also look like having the brownie <laughs> at, um, dinner. If that's something you really want, um, if it's a treat for yourself, obviously, um, yeah, I think there's just different ways that we all can show up for ourselves that mean a lot to us and make us feel that like that much better. And yeah, getting my toes done and having my blowouts and wearing, I love cute clothes and I love shopping for cute clothes at thrift stores and what I'm, you know, it's a, it's a way of how you, you like, it's a way to express yourself in the world. 
Mm -hmm. And it's also acts of self-love. I mean, I think that self-love and action when you're doing your toes, I like looking down at my toes. Me too. And seeing that my feet are taken care of because my feet carry me around in this world. And I want to show appreciation for the feet that are carrying me to all of these places. And if you don't share, you know, love and appreciation for your feet by taking care of them, it just, it's so reflective of everything. It just carries through to how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah, yeah, I I love that. I love, I think that self-care inside and out is super important for, for you. For you, that's the thing is like, that. that's why I had to have that switch in my head. Like when mm-hmm. I was, when I was nearly single and I'm like, what's the point? And it's like, that is the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> why are you thinking like that? What's the point? Why don't I just like put a paper bag over my head? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it's no, it's for, hey, it's for you. Like, yeah. so. and it does put an extra pep in your step and you just feel yeah. I think it does give you more energy when you're t- like, when you, when I think about not like just staying in my jammies all day, like third days when it's really great to do that because you don't do it that often. But if you're always in your jammies all day, that sucks the life out of you. I mean, it just oh, like sure. not even dressing to show up for life. I mean, you yeah. can't roll out of bed I'm with a lot of my life coaching clients. I've had to say, you have to get dressed. Like you have to take a shower, even if you're not going to see anybody it's so important for you, for your mental health, for you to take care of your body. You have a body. Yeah. You have that's, to take yeah. care of it. Yeah. Know? That's the thing is like, it, it doesn't, what's important is how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, however mm-hmm. anybody else thinks you should be looking or what you should mm-hmm. be wearing. It's a matter of you, this is your life. Mm-hmm. So, but it is like, it's it, the most important thing is what you think. That's mm-hmm. all that matters mm-hmm. with having grace, you know, with people around, obviously you can't go around and be like a, a menace. But yeah, so I just think self-care is such a powerful way. Yeah. Um, what is your third one? Well, I, I love, you touched on it a little bit, um, is that for me, be really feeling strong in my body, especially as I'm aging is really, really important. And I noticed that if I have, um, have time when I'm not able to get my workouts in, because maybe work is really um, heavy that week, there's a heavy workload and I have a lot of stuff going on and I'm not able to get my workouts in, it takes away my energy. I get more energy And most of you, you'll find this that say, well, I don't have the energy to work out or I don't have the energy to take care of of, of the physical part of my body. You'll find that when you just get started working out, you actually will eventually, and it doesn't take that long, seven to 10 days, you will start getting energy back. You'll start going, wow, I actually feel better. I actually am feeling I'm sleeping better. My body is, um, is, is, now has a little bit more higher vibrations. It grounds you, it washes off stress. For me, it's a non-negotiable. And as I'm aging, I just, you know, I, there was a time um, about a year ago when I was trying to lift my carry-on bag up into the overhead bin on a plane. 
And now mind you, I do take back rocks sometimes from wherever we're traveling from because I like energy from the earth from wherever we're traveling from. So if I'm in um, if I'm in Costa Rica or I'm in Mexico or if I'm somewhere in Sedona, I like to take the energy up from the earth and bring it with me because we use those for our retreats. But I also have a, a bowl of rocks in my office with the dates on them and who I'm with. So I had this, this carry-on with some rocks in it. And I was really surprised that they let me bring them on the plane, but they did. So I so I was just trying to lift it up and overhead and I was struggling to get it up there and somebody had to help me. I was like, oh, I mean, I was grateful for the help, mm-hmm. but I also was like, I need to be where if I'm 80, I'm still able to pick up my, my, my um, carry-on and put it up and in the bin. I need to be able to do that. I don't ever want to not be able to do that. And I, and I have worked with clients um, as a trainer who have a hard time getting up and out of a chair. And the, and it only happens in one day, one day you're rolling along, everything is fine. And then you go, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to use this, this to help me get up and out of the chair. Then you start becoming reliant on using that to help you get up. And then pretty soon you can't get up. And I'm just, I just am not going to do that. I want to be able, like I did that half marathon. I want to be able to do a half marathon whenever I want to. I want to be able to feel strong in my body. It's very important to me. And the energy I get back from it is just huge. I can't even say. So anyhow, that's mine. I love that. Yeah. Our bodies are our temples that are carrying us around. So mm-hmm. important that you feel good in them. Um, my last one is such a staple for me. Um, and I talked about this before, um, but music for me is such a simple yet um, accessible and personalized way that I cultivate joy every day and not even just cultivate joy. Um, but also to help me process maybe days where I am moving through harder emotions, or maybe it is something that I just, I just need to cry because for me, crying is a huge release. And it's a way to like, we, we, our bodies are energetic bodies. So if we mm-hmm. hold traumas or hard emotions or anger or frustrate, we hold it in these bodies. So you have to find a way to be able to clear that out. Um, and music is a huge tool for me to whether it is that I'm holding something that's tough and challenging in my body and I need to move it out so I can be clear so mm-hmm. I can pull in more joy. Um, or it's a way that I like, I just have fun and I play and um, I put on good music. And like, I, I really, um, I like to create playlists for certain times in my life. Like when I was living in Bali, I have a Bali boogie play- playlist. So every time I kind of listen back to that, it, kind of tunes me back into those, that time and maybe how I was feeling during that time or memories. And like, I had a playlist for when I did my yoga Costa Rica um, retreat. And so I could tap back into that sometimes if I just kind of want to go and be a little bit nostalgic. I mean, it's such a good Mm -hmm. way to just access certain emotions or create certain emotions or move certain emotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, um, music for me is huge it's a staple that will always forever be in my life and it's a way to 
yeah, just kind of tap into my playful creative side and maybe sometimes like that darker side. Um, because Mm -hmm. like, though we're talking about cultivating joy, we also understand that. Yeah. There's just going to be days where you're going to need to access certain emotions to release. Like maybe you need to have a good cry. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I love that. And I know everybody is is always asking for your playlist from our retreats. What is Bailey's playlist? Everybody loves your music. And I, it actually inspires me to want to create playlists for different times in my life. I have never done that. I mean, I usually, you know, so I just think that that's really inspiring. My last one is future planning because I really just love, I'm one of those people who has an old fashioned calendar. I have my colored pens and I'm green and red and purple and black and all these different colors and I color code things. And the reason why I love that so much is because my parents kind of got stuck in Groundhog's Day. So they would just work Monday through Friday and then they would um, and then the weekends they would work for their two days off and then they would pretty much just drink on the weekends. Sometimes they would go places, but pretty much it was all revolved around just, you know, drinking and unwinding from the week and they died. And their life wasn't always like that. Like they were, they met in Arabia, my older brother and sister, I mean, they're all American citizens. They were born um, in Bahrain and my parents worked in Dahran. And it was just like crazy to think about that they had this exciting life. They would snorkel in the Red Sea, actually scuba dive. And my dad had a parley over there and um, would ride the sand dunes and they would do all these exciting things. They went on a safari and then they come. Then they came back to the United States after their contract for the American company they were working there with. They actually met over there, um, and settled down and just went to work Monday through Friday. And so, living your life like Groundhog's Day and not exploring, even just where you live, like getting out and going and exploring, like going to Apple Hill during the fall, where I'm at. A lot of people um, know about Apple Hill. Or there are people who've never been to the American River Trail, which is a beautiful trail system right along the American River. We can go walking or biking or running, fishing. There's just so much to do. To not explore this world or your life or your interest and just work and then wait to retire and then just wait to die is just sad to me. So... I love pulling out my calendar and looking at and planning different things throughout the year. So I'm always shifting up the energy and also always looking at where I want to explore next. Because all of you guys, Hunter, you, you guys are just traveling all over the place. And I hadn't really done that. I was just working up until a few years ago. Well, and even before I was like, had the freedom that I feel like I've kind of cultivated now. And I was working, um, you know, I had a normal job and I was working five days a week, but I still found ways to, um, to have something to either a switch it up or B have something that I look forward to. So even, I mean, there was times I would take different routes to work all the time, all the time, just to switch it up. And then I would make sure that 
you know, on my, on that different route, maybe I try a new coffee shop. Um, you know, it's just, you mm-hmm. not like, we don't always all have the same lives or the same, um, privileges or whatever it may be, but it's still, there's still ways in everybody's life that you can create something, whether it be to look forward to, maybe it is booking yourself or signing yourself up for like a half marathon or, and so every day after work you have, I remember I did do this <laughs> when I, we signed up for the CIM marathon. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was that one thing during that time in my life because my life was really redundant. Um, but it, I loved going, getting off work and going and training mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just, there is always, there's so many things around us. Um, that you can reach for. I find it interesting when people say they're bored. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just can't. I just don't get that. Like, let me help you with the list. Like, yeah. honestly, if anybody on here is listening and you're saying you're bored, oh my gosh, I will help you because that gets me excited because there's so much. I mean, I barely have time to do my Duolingo. Yeah, you know, just to learn my learn my Spanish because it's just like there's just so much, so many interesting people, so many things to read and to learn about, so many places to go and visit. But yeah. even if I just sat still and just was like looking at reading my books that I have, I have a plethora of books. There's so many books that I haven't had the time to read, but I just think that life is just so amazing and um. And I just think you came, all of you who are listening, you came here for a reason. You came here with great gifts. You came here to help certain people, including yourself. And um, just to numb out and not dive into life and just kind of wait until you die. I just would love to be able to help you if that's something that, that you need help with. So Anyhow, those are all of my ideas. Do you have any more? Or do you think you're pretty complete? No, that was my three. Okay, well, we we are so excited because next week we will be in Costa Rica. So we'll be bringing you um, next Tuesday another podcast Mm -hmm. on Tuesday. And we will be in Costa Rica. And then after that, we're both back home. Bailey's home for Christmas. I'm excited about and then um and Levi will be here too and then we're gonna have Christmas and then we go back to Costa Rica uh, but remember in the meantime we have January 2nd sign up through the website um or just message us on one of our Instagrams recharge a soul or um my mom or I we're all we're pretty easy to contact so Um, it's just going to be, it's from 10 to four, January 2nd. It's a great way to just, yeah, ground in to this new year, 2022. I actually have a really good feeling about it. Um, Uh and so, and be surrounded by like-minded people and people that, yeah, just want to create more light. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be a really powerful day. I think we already have around 50 Mm-hmm. We have around 50 and we have the gong healer, our beautiful gong healer coming. She Her gong was made for her and she meditated in front of it for 90 days before she could even pick up the mallet to use the gong. And then we have Kat from Crystal Rising who will be talking about using crystals as tools to manifest. 
And then we have a little bit of light yoga at the beginning with a healthy lunch in the middle and then sister circles for connecting. So pretty magical day that I'm really grateful and excited to be able to bring to you with Bailey where we love seeing you all there. We get to see your faces. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a reunion sometimes because a lot of mm-hmm. people from our old, <laughs> our past retreats um, come to the day mm-hmm. retreats too. So it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Um, yeah. Just bringing light, more light into your life and finding simple ways that do make you feel at least 5% better. If not more, mm-hmm. it will change your life. will change mm-hmm. your life. So Little things make big differences. So Mm -hmm. have a wonderful, amazing week, everybody. And we will see you next week. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Again, thank you for being patient. Technical difficulties, but (laughs) we're figuring it out. All the love. All the love. Talk to you guys later.